What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are tuned in to Season 6, Episode 13 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Des, the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother? Yeah, not much, everybody. Just uh, happy to be here, happy to be alive, uh, happy to be uh, have the ability to play games. And I'm happy that you're all here to, you know, join us as we talk about, you know, this, 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 this stuff that we love, video games. <laughs> we, yep, yep. And our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, hanging out here on a beautiful overcast Saturday afternoon. and Everything's cool. Just got to keep my, like we were talking before the show started, I got to keep my head off of Twitter. <laughs> so. Yes. A lot of things are getting my chagrin on here. I'm just I'm getting uh, I'm going down the, the uh, rabbit hole, <laughs> quote unquote. So yeah, yeah the, the, the don't 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 do it, buddy. Just let it go. Let it go. Yeah, you you can't you can't you can't let the the you know the wannabe Paul Revere faux patriots get get under your skin with all this protest. Oh, I want I can't get into Fuddruckers. Oh, my rights are being violated. Oh. <laughs> My fifty, my fifty-one flavors are being denied. Oh, I feel like I, I feel like Rosa Parks. Oh, you know, give me a break. You know, um, stupidity is going to be stupidity. Uh, I'm personally not a believer in um, uh, evolution, but if, if this is a perfect example of uh, you know survival of the fittest, the stupid will die off. <laughs> and if you're doing that kind of stuff, uh, yeah, you are you are tempting you are tempting fate right there, and you know, getting out there yelling and screaming with no face mask, no no protection, you are exposing yourself to all kinds of uh, uh, dangers to the family that remains at home that you probably have not, or either at home or within your your realm of. Uh, contact because you have not been observing the safe distance practices that have been suggested for everybody because you know better than the medical professionals because you're a a faux patriot so you know god protects us all to a certain extent but bible also says do not tempt the lord thy god and what y'all are doing is tempting with your insurmountable stupidity so yeah uh (laughs) just to add to this uh, there's a senator from florida that called basically that trump was a gift from president god is what he said so yeah (laughs) yeah these people should probably read first samuel about how god feels about rulers yeah there's like um yeah i'll just leave it at that First Samuel, folks, if that's what you think, y'all need to definitely read that. <laughs> You'll find out what God really thinks about rulers. <laughs> so, anyway, 
we're going to talk about the first topic on our docket, uh, aside from the COVID-19 idiocy (laughs) that we've been seeing. uh, First topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. So uh, why don't we kick things off with uh, Dez. Why don't you tell folks what you've been playing, man? Well, the only thing that I've really been playing so far is, um, well, uh, Division 2 with with uh, yours truly, JoJo. Uh, it's been a fun game. Uh, it's a game that I kind of go to now. It's the one that Joe uh, has really been like, hey, we really should play this game. It's really good. And I've been like, okay. So so uh, we've been you know, putting uh, putting that you know at first on the docket, um, and then I've been playing. Uh, aside from that, I've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. Still, still, still having fun uh, with that. And then I picked up another little game uh, that I thought I, I, I think that the guys will be happy. We're gonna talk about it a little later. So, uh, so yeah. So um, people are gonna. I think people are gonna really be excited uh, when we actually have a conversation about this game. So, uh, so I, I will save it for uh, I, I will save it for uh, uh, for when we actually go to our conversation, our, our main event. So, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Uh, same thing. You know, again, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of um, new stuff. It's really been kind of status quo because these are the games that I'm really enjoying right now. Uh, I did pick up uh, Golf Story. It's on sale right now. And then I picked up another game, although I'm blanking on the name of it right now. Uh, so, no, 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 no. The other game that I picked up was the, was the game we're going to talk about in our main event. So that's pretty much all that I've been playing, really. Um, uh Games have been just kind of, you know, wanting to stay to the course, you know, and just kind of focus on those games that have really been bringing me joy. Um, although, uh, not a couple of, uh, like last night, or uh, depending on when you hear this, uh, Friday night, uh, some friends of ours invited us to play uh, Mario Kart Deluxe 8, or 8 Deluxe. And so we got it uh, and played it, and it was actually pretty fun. Um, I haven't I haven't played a I haven't played a Mario Kart game in forever, so so it was um uh it was a lot of fun playing it. It has all the tracks from all these old all these old Mario Kart games. I think almost all of them, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, just sitting around uh, racing. It's it's funny, you know. Yeah, I haven't I I haven't played it in a very long time, and it's been a I've just been like, wow, this has been really kind of fun. So. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to playing it again. So, uh, all right, Joe. So uh, that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Like, as if I didn't already know. <laughs> uh, mainly about 95% uh, Division Two on there. Um, I did kind of go and play Monster Hunter uh, World Iceborne one night on there, and I actually got in the uh, beginning area. Uh, I'm trying to remember that all the cutscenes were just so nice and uh, just experiencing the first fight uh, in the whole ice area just makes me wish for a Kezu reappearance (laughs) 
at some point, but uh, no, we're probably not going to get get into Monster Hunter World uh, on that. But uh, enjoyed what I played, and uh, last couple nights I've been you know, obviously playing Division Two still on there. So uh, like we talked about previously, we got passed in, into World Tier Three now on that so we're making our way um i've kind of been diving into the dark zone back and forth uh and um basically uh, i had a full like backpack full of uh gear that was uh, contaminated and i was waiting to go ahead and, and lift it up via helicopter on there and i wound up getting gaffled by uh, someone on there and then went back to try to fight for my honor and I wound up getting killed again on there. So, and the guy is straight up, just like straight up gangsta. It's like, you know, like saints tier or something like that. You know, I was looking at his username and I was looking at his gear and obviously he has gear about, about 90, maybe a hundred points higher than mine on there. So, you know, I just kind of just, took it for what it was <laughs> kind of just chalked it up to that's how the game is and if i want to be playing around in the, in the darks and those are the rules i mean pretty much he ran up to me as soon as the helicopter's ready to take off <laughs> he just cut, cut that rope went rogue and shot me dead right there i was sitting there doing emotes and stuff so obviously um, i need to become more familiar with the dark zone mechanics or just not to deal with the dark sound whatsoever you know <laughs> i might decide just to do that on there uh but i've been uh, doing a lot of uh you know like you know that mission or trying to get my gunner um ability up to max level on there and me and des tried to do the the um capital um little thing and unfortunately i didn't trigger because of the fact that we're playing the um the storyline with the um with the protagonist star uh, in the the game right now. I'm trying to remember what are they called Desmond? I, I keep forgetting for some reason. So what are who called? The Black Tusk. There you go. Yeah, because yeah, like... we played the cap capital version with Black Tusk in it and I needed just to play the regular mission to get my gunner oh. specialization <laughs> to the <laughs> next level. That's the reason why because that boss never popped out because it was occupied by Black Tusk. Oh Huh. So that's the reason. The original one, or do you? Have yeah, I went back and I played it. I sold it. So. Oh, look at this! You hear that, Kev? <laughs> Goes over his soloing shit. He's yep. He's that bomb. He's like, I don't need any of that bullshit. I need to solo shit. <laughs> well, even though it's a mainly a multiplayer game, I know you play mainly play it multiplayer. Uh, to me, it's like Destiny. It's like you know when you guys talked about, oh, I want to do strikes and all this stuff. Um, I could, you know, definitely just do something like that by myself and, you know, go out in the world. And it, it kind of reminds me of the same thing because it's like, you know, especially if you're equating things like, you know, the events and division on the map are kind of equated to like, you know, where you have the, your little soirees on the map in Destiny as far as uh, just little events and that kind of thing. Same thing. And then going to the boss's lair is kind of equated doing bounties in this game as going to a lost sector so it hits all the same notes that destiny did with me and that's probably why it struck a chord with me so much 
on there. That's like, you know, something where I'm getting into the minutia now. And I'm starting to look at my gear, uh, not just at the rating of the gear, but actually of the attributes of the gear. So I'm kind of delving into that aspect a little bit more. And I'm kind of measuring not just gear level, meaning, you know, up to level 300 or whatnot in the numeric value, but I'm looking also at the attributes of the attack versus armor and trying to get a good balance as well. On this. this is where the seed is is, is planted, <laughs> unfortunately. So, but that's pretty much what I've been up to. I did pick up Final Fantasy VII remake. Came in the in the mail yesterday, so I have not installed it yet. But it's something I might be playing more in the beginning portion now. It seems like everyone's surprised by its ending from what I've seen on Twitter. So it might be something I might put on my forefront, not keep it on my back burner. Uh, per se, but uh, other than that, I picked up a few other games as I usually do. Um, GameStop does have a game uh, pro day sale for everyone on there, so I have to go down there and pick up a couple things on there. So, uh, like I was telling Kevin the other day, I'm kind of trying to divest myself from GameStop, so I had some credit left over, and I'm pretty much down to almost little to none on there. So, I think in these times now, with especially with the with the restrictions in, in place, I'm not trading as I usually do. And uh, I'm looking probably to maybe move my business over to Best Buy, you know, after everything's all said and done. I just like the convenience of having everything shipped to my door. <laughs> that way I don't have to bother picking anything up and, you know, whatever interactions I might have had with the GameStop clerk, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, so. I agree with you. You know, sometimes you just got to move it over. Like, I really don't really feel the nest the need to go to best buy either so sorry to uh gamestop either yeah i mean plus the fact that now that you know things the way they are where i'm just buying stuff at the door i'm not buying used for one and then taking away the discount for used games as well with the pro membership it's just like eh, you know my last experience i talked a couple episodes too with the you know the manager you know like step away (laughs) social distancing it's like okay you know (laughs) i ain't dealing with that crap as much as i didn't understand what was going on it's just like you know um (laughs) uh you know ups man just bring my game to my door thank you <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i will live to fight another day i, I ordered a uh, arcade one up a pac-man stool for my arcade one up machine so it's one of the things i bought and uh, of course being gamestop it's currently waiting a location even though they said that they had it in stock so they're looking to allocate it from a store that has it in stock and they can't find a store that has it in stock at the moment so i might be calling their customer service to try to get my credit back and uh you know i've seen threads on various forums saying that calling gamestop customer service usually a three to four hour wait so yeah, <laughs> yeah. They outsource their uh, customer service to like the Philippines or some other country. Mm. So, mm. yeah, uh, some bad, some bad. <laughs> uh, what you been playing, does Kevin? Uh, well, I've been playing my usuals. I've been playing um, Monster Hunter, definitely. Um, shout out to Asian Bear Cub. Uh, I think Desi's one of your friends. Uh, he yeah, yeah. sent me a sent me an invite to his Monster Hunter group. So I've I've been teaming up with uh, 
uh, with that group of folks running some stuff. Um, I've got one, I think I've got one piece of equipment that is like, it's on the edge of fully, uh, fully, uh, uh, augmented which is my ice blade, my, not my ice blade, my ice bow. So I've got one more bit of, bit of stuff to do. I still have a section in the guiding lines that I still need to open up, which is the hoarfrost region or the frost region rather, uh, because it, the, the guiding lands is like a, like, a, like a mixed quilt of all the regions of the base game. And uh, I still have to to unlock that and I researched how to do that and I have to uh, thankfully uh, um, his members of his group helped me beat the ruiner nerd gigante which was the bane of my existence for quite a while uh, so I got past that I still have to fight the the fight Rajong and once I do that that opens up another quest that's going to open up the frost section of the guided land so uh shout out to that group of folks um been playing been been playing that game with them of course horizon zero dawn i think i'm closing in on if not the last mission like the last couple of of story missions before i finish the base game um i don't know if i'm going to take a break and play something else and move before moving into the guided lands because I definitely want to fin- do the guided lands as well. I'm uh, guided lands, uh, frozen wilds. Uh, I definitely want to do the frozen wilds as well. So I don't know if I want to take a little bit, uh, take a break and play something else or not. But man, that game is enjoyable. That that is probably, um, you know, thinking about my favorite PlayStation. PS4 exclusive. Uh, after finishing, after playing and finishing God of War, I would have said that. But after having played, having uh, played, and just about being done with the main story of Horizon Zero Dawn, I don't. I, it's pretty much for me. It's like a. It's like a dead even tie right now. Um, and Horizon is just such a fantastic game with 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 such a unique play style for that open world genre um, you have learning how to dismantle the machines in combat uh, by utilizing different weapons with different uh, with different effects is just it's just been really really enjoyable the combat never gets old it it it's always it's always something unique um, and it's just something that's so fun. You don't mind doing it because you have to, you have to hoard resources a bit. And, you know, I spend most of my time either gathering, gathering, uh, herbs and, and, and little mini, little small pieces of wood to make, to make my arrows and, uh, killing machines, killing zoids to, to get the, the cores of, from them that I need to make my ammo. And it's just like a continuous, um, you know, uh, it's a, it's a resource, resource and reward thing. Cause I'm rewarded by the combat in, in, in and of itself. And then as I take these things out, Hey, I get my, get more ammo to blow more things up. So it's kind of like, uh, it, I tell you that game is just, is absolutely fantastic. Um, 
also on the PC side, uh, man, I tell you that Double Dragon Reloaded is freaking amazing. Uh, is for freeware for a freeware game is super dope. I played all of the I played the uh, remaining um, game modes uh, that I that I was not able that I did not get around to playing before and. <laughs> Man, the the uh, the the it, it, yeah, what is the 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 where the giant sleeps is hilarious because that for that one it is a remix of kind of like they kind of borrow a little bit from the arcade version Double Dragon Two and uh, and they also throw in like this. Um, badging from golden era wwf because andre starts off andre the giant runs on screen and he and he beats up your motorcycle blows it up <laughs> and so the whole thing is you is you trying to catch up to andre the giant uh to 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 exact your revenge and uh you fight like regular double dragon enemies uh, but you also fight like uh, you know the Honky Tonk Man and you know Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan and and it goes on through like this you know the the this kind of like this mishmash of uh, golden era wrestlers and all these were assets taken from WWF superstars the arcade uh, the arcade ver- uh, version of that. And the game ends with you fighting in a WWF arena, actually taken from that arcade game, and you're fighting against Andre the Giant and the Million Dollar Man. And it, I, I, <laughs> that game, that that game is just, it, it is a, it is a shame that it will never come to console, but because it, it's just, it, it's just freaking awesome. Um, the only complaint that I have. And it has nothing to do with the game. It has to do with the controller. Um, I'm it's it's uh, natively designed to work with Xbox 360 and Xbox One controllers. And I have a Xbox One controller for my PC. And the the problem is is that particularly if you're using Billy or Jimmy Lee, uh, the you know the Double Dragon uh, characters, their strongest moves rely on multiple button presses. Uh, meaning that you're pressing more than one face button at a time. And the way that the Xbox One controller's face buttons are, they're more clicky uh, than, than, than the DualShocks are. And doing those double, those double button moves like the elbow, the, uh, the, the spinning back kick, it, it's it's a pain and then and in the game they gave them new moves as well like there is like a he's got like this ducking knee lunge where he'll do like this duck move this ducking move and then he'll do this lunge this this lunging knee thrust that not can knock enemies off cliffs and knock them off screen and it's it's, it's probably the most powerful move that those that they gave them and Trying to do that with that that those clicky face buttons is just ah, uh. so that's the only complaint that I have about have with the game. It, it but it is just man, <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. You don't need an Uber rig to run it. You can run it off of the 
the you could pr- you could probably run this this thing off a of Chromebook or any laptop, you know, any you know base level laptop. It is not a resource resource hog in the least. And you, know, you, you plug in a plug in an Xbox controller and you, you download you download the the zip file. X run the executable and plug in your your Xbox controller and just go. It is just so much fun uh, playing that game. So, you know, shout out to the to the to the freelance programmers that threw that together. It is just abs- absolutely super dope. So, but that's what I've been playing. Have you thought about maybe connecting your DualShock to your Windows PC? Well, this freeware, and because it's freeware, it's it the because I I've used my DualShock with Steam, but this is a freeware application, and it says you have to uh, when you download it, and it talks about the controllers and the there's like this information file that you get, and it tells you that the game is is by default is set to work with Xbox One and Xbox 360. It says you can download uh, uh, like third-party controller apps to use other controllers, but they don't they didn't recommend any and they they ain't telling you how to how to do it because they just threw in Xbox compatibility with the in the freeware and they said you could try and doing it with other ways with other controllers, but they're saying it works. It they designed it to work with the work with the Xbox controller, and because they did it that way, um, I just I just as I just I you know I could do some exploring, but for me, as you know, if these if this is the controller that they intended this thing to work with and understandable, because when you know uh, controller accessibility is built into Windows 10, you know, it's built around that, so I get it. Um, I might do is I might try and use my the controller that came with my One X because the face buttons on it on that one are not as clicky as my uh, Xbox One controller for PC. Uh, well, it's just the Xbox One controllers, and not not specifically for PC. It's just, when I bought the when I bought the PC dongle, that's just with the controller that it came with. Uh, but it's basically just an Xbox One controller, so I might try and uh, connect my my One X controller with it and try using it and see if I get if I get better results there because the face buttons on that one are not as as not as clicky. Yeah. So see one thing one thing I could do for you once the pandemic's over, it's all come over. I have an eight bit Do wireless adapter for switch that could also be used on pc and you could use dualshock 4 mm-hmm. on it. so that's like uh i think 20 bucks on amazon for that uh, what contra- wireless controller adapter so it might be something that will work for your pc and that way you can game on with the dualshock 4 versus having to rely on an xbox 360 or xbox one controller per se so yeah it is it's possible but because this is freeware it's not running on any kind of, you know it's not the the compatibility they've built in is just what they've built in and they're saying that using another controller you know you're just going to have to like it's it's they're not saying it's not possible they're just saying that 
you're going to have to use another, like a third party ad, like X, X something like, was it X something? I think there was a program they could download PC or for PC that was using DualShock 3s and 4s uh, for a while before uh, core uh, compatibility was built into the into Steam. But again, this isn't something you play through Steam. This is a complete, this is a freeware, you, you know, download from the site off the internet. And oh, I know. Run, it could be executable. So yeah, it's it's going to run directly in Windows. Basically, is what it's going to do. Because when I hook up my PlayStation controller to my Windows 10, it it it's, goes natively on Windows. So whatever you use, including executables outside of Steam, would work with this. So mm, yeah, so it might be worth a shot. But I I'm just I I, I don't I don't. I typically don't don't want to get into the weeds into all, all the weeds with that, particularly with a freeware game. Um, I've used my my DualShock on Steam before, and oh yeah, it's perfectly cool. fine. Yeah, uh, but it's um, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's just like I'll I'll use what they what they rec- what they recommend, and they and they said we we built this from the ground up to utilize the the Xbox 360 and the three and the Xbox one controller somewhere. Um, like I've got a wired Xbox 360 controller and that I use on my, uh, on the, uh, the retro pie that, uh, uh, our, our friend put together for us. Yeah. Um, and I've used that one and that one works. It works. Okay. Uh, but it, my, my Xbox 360, the wired 360 controller is not actually a 360 controller. It's a third party one. It just looks exactly like a 360 controller, but it's not a, an officially branded, you know, Xbox Microsoft product. Uh, and its face buttons are kind of clicky. So I found that doing, you know, double, uh, double button press moves with that one. Uh, just as uh, difficult with the as, as my Xbox One, but like I said, my the controller for my One X, the face buttons are nowhere near as clicky as either one of those. So that'll probably be the next thing I try is just pairing my One X controller with with the uh, with the with the game and seeing if I get if I get better results that way. But well, keep us updated. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I tell you, I suggest everybody if you like beat 'em ups and it's free, it's just Google uh, Double Dragon uh, Remix Reload and and check out that game. It is it is old school fun at its <laughs> at its best. It's sounds so good. good. It is it is. So that's what I have been playing. So the next topic on our docket is going to be the news. And we've got Trader Joe who's going to share that with us. So, Joe, why don't you tell the folks what's been shaking and baking in the uh, gaming news arena? Okay, in the last, uh, since our last episode, there's been a few things, a lot of uh, little announcements. I'm going to go over real quick. Um, game that I've been meaning to play, probably Desmond's been meaning to play. Fantasy Star Online 2 has finally been officially released uh, for Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's uh, beyond the open beta stage. It was released last, uh, what, uh, Monday, I believe. So Monday, based on the calendar. 
It was, it was it was a few days ago. It was like five six days ago on there. It was around the thirteenth on there. So it's, it's been officially announced. So they did uh, state that uh, the game is going to have a lot of bonuses to begin with on there. The special urgent quest will also be available in the first week. A litany of rewards and bonuses that will be given out to players over the coming weeks on there. The game will be out for PC at the end of may on there and it's not going to be on steam it's only going to be on the windows store so some people kind of rolled their eyes once they saw it was only on the windows store oh, well. meaning that they wanted out their launcher of choice uh, some people do have problems with the windows store on there it's not exactly the best design store out of all of them per se but uh, you know i think we have much heavier things to worry about than what launcher the game might be on per se so but uh i haven't delved i haven't jumped into it yet and i'm not sure what what's i think once i do jump in i'm going to be playing quite steadily on there i know your issue desmond was with possibly with xbox live right because we share uh games pass and i'm not sure if we're able to log in both together at the same time i don't think we can and that's fine you know, uh, uh, it's a game that I want to play, so I think I'm going to. Yeah, I know, Kevin, I know you thought about playing this game as well. I uh, just uh, not not tried it yet or something. If we jump on, maybe you'll jump on too. I mean, I'll check it out. Um, I did not get a chance to do the the beta, take part, take part in the beta, and it's, I think it's free to play, right? It is free to play. Yeah, it's a lot so, of the uh, cosmetics as far as uh, the stuff that was, you uh, purchase in the game. So I'm, a, I'm definitely okay with that. Yeah, and, and Xbox, hey, you have to be a gold member to play free to play games on on their system for some reason still. And I, I activated my uh, I do have uh, my lap my last uh, Game Pass Ultimate thing that I activated, so I, I'll be I'll be able to play it. So. Just let me know when you guys want to jump in, and um, and I'll and I'll and I'll jump in along with you and check it out. Okay, sounds like a to do. I know one of our listeners, Surgeon Fire, has been playing it quite a bit, so um, keeps asking me if I played it yet or not. So, you know, the Siren Call of Division Two, unfortunately, has reaped its uh, litany of uh, time on my uh, gaming calendar per se. So. But uh, next thing we want to talk about something we talked about last episode was Streets of Rage 4. Uh, there was like, you know, a thing saying it was coming soon, but we now have a release date for it. It's going to be out on April the 30th on there. It's going to be out for both PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on there. Uh, there was also a trailer release show- showcasing a battle mode, which returns... Uh, from Streets of Rage 2 and 3 Battle Mode features eight arenas and playable in versus in team modes on there. So Battle Mode's kind of almost like a pseudo-fighting game type mode on there. So uh, And looking forward to this game on there. Uh, for Xbox owners, it will be on Games Pass on release date, according to what was stated in the past. So I haven't seen an announcement yet on the Xbox side of the fence, but I'm pretty sure they'll come up and, and get that going uh, for that. I did order the game physically through Limited Run. It's going to be available pre-orderable through Limited Run up until the pre uh, the release date of April 30th 
on that. So if you are interested in the physical copy, the game does retail digitally for $24.99. The physical copy is $34.99, so only $10 difference. Plus, you have to pay for shipping, but eh, it is what it is on there. So any thoughts, gentlemen, on Streets of Rage 4? Oh, yeah, I'll be getting it. Yeah, definitely. Physically, or are you going to get the digital version, or are you going to maybe uh, check out uh, Games Pass in the meantime? I'm probably going to get the um, I'm probably going to get the phys- uh, physical one. So, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, if I can get if I can if I can if it's still available, I'll get the physical. I'm not in a big uh, you know if I if I get it fine. If I don't get it, that's fine too. Uh, but I'm getting on PS4 regardless. Uh, I just I just don't I just that that Xbox controller just sucks for 2D games like this. That that pad is horrible. So, um, you know, so I'll, I'll be buying it on, I'll be buying it on PS4. If I double dip, just to say I have a physical copy with limited run, it'd probably be one of those things that just sits on my shelf and never gets open because <laughs> I'm, uh, cause I'm just going to download it from the store. Good deal. Well, you're supporting the developer either way. So it doesn't really matter. In the end, I mean, I'll get my physical version. I'm not going to get the clamshell version with the steelbook. And even though I'm noted to buy steelbook, you know, an extra 25 bucks for two cases is not not the way to go. So looking forward to that. We'll talk about that more once it is released and hopefully on Games Pass so we can play it until the physical version gets in my hands. But uh, also in the last week, um, there was a report from Bloomberg uh, from an insider. This is a reporter that is quite noted on there for his insider information on there. It's from uh, Takahashi Mochizuki on there and pretty much is talking with multiple sources within Sony regarding plans for PlayStation 5 on there. So, and basically what's going on is that because of the um, COVID-19 pandemic, it has affected Sony's promotional plans for the new device, but not its production capacity on there. Um, They're trying really right now, according to the story, to be able to get the source, the uh, components in the actual system itself affordable. Right now, because of what's going on, is that they're looking at possibly having a launch price between uh, $499 to $549 on there and uh, they stated that they're only going to be making five to six million units up until the end of the fiscal year in march 2021 on there and uh, just to kind of compare uh, when they released the playstation 4 in november 2013 they sold uh, 7.5 million units in its first two quarters on there so it's going to be a little bit less uh, systems available in the market at least um, but um, they have struggled with its price-setting decision for the PlayStation 5 because of scarce components. They're kind of afraid if they set the price too low and then the component price winds up spiking for some reason on there, and they might be stuck with uh, possibly eating uh, so much loss per each system sold on there. Uh, one thing that they stated that Sony's strategy is is to rely on PlayStation 4 models as a bridge to get new users onto the PlayStation platform network services while the PS5 remains in limited supply on there. Uh, currently, the Sony sells uh, PlayStation 4 for 300 bucks and then the PS4 Pro for 400 
Uh, they may cut these prices around the time of the PS5 launch to stimulate new subscribers to the PlayStation Plus membership program and PlayStation Now game streaming service on there. And you kind of can see that now because uh, PlayStation Now is on sale at its lowest price right now for $44.99 at the moment for a year subscription on that. So. I know for me, uh, it's not worth it, but for people out there that might not have a library of games to play like we all do here, might be a, it's a really good deal in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah. uh, 800 you know, games, 800 plus sure. games, whatever that is, whatever that number is, it's, it's pretty high, seven to 800, I think. Yeah. Way better than Games Pass, even, you know, God forbid people mention that (laughs) game pass is the best thing that's happened to sliced bread what you talking about i know uh but right now the ps5 production volume could still change depending on the covid situation people have said um right now sony's employees have been working from home to prevent mitigation the spread of the virus and so they have not been able to meet with their um business business plans for the current fiscal year on there so and they're still kind of working things out uh, i guess the dual sense 5 controller unveiling on the blog was kind of done in a rush because they were afraid of news getting out about the controller because they were shipping it to developers last week so that's the reason why that news kind of got uh unveiled and they were planning on doing a you know live press conference on there and uh, they stated that they might not even do that on there i think you know they should just do a video presentation of some sort would be the best thing for it so hopefully they figure that out and kind of go from there but uh we'll have to see what what goes on with this they know you know people have been taking this article and kind of given their own bent on it. And there's tons of articles out there online right now talking about this with the 10 million different angles, you know, I know the, um, you know, if you go down in the, uh, basement, the, um, Xbox and the Sony ponies have all been going back and forth about this, of course. And so until we see uh, what happens, with the launch, uh, one thing they did mention too on the software front, they have publicly warned that the pandemic may affect the production pipeline for titles for its next consoles. So there might be less games and or games that might get pushed back further. So the launch might not be where you're going to see like a ton of content come out at launch on this. So, mm-hmm. so any opinions you guys on this? I mean, I'll be buying a day one regardless myself, but. I will probably not be buying it day one. So I'll definitely, you know, see how it, you know, see how you like it, you know, look at it, play it at your house, but that's about it. There you go. Yeah, I'll be picking one up. It's, uh, but you know what, like I've said before, like I've said from the, since, since the beginning of all this stuff, I'm in no rush for next gen to start. I, 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 I'm really not, you know, if, if I'm unable to get a, a PS5 at launch time, I'm not going to worry about it because I've got games that I still need to play now um, on PS4. You know, if nothing else, I may get me another PS4 Pro because mine is starting to show its age and just kind of, you know, just wait until the PS5 becomes available if for whatever reason my my pre-order doesn't come through. It's, you know, when when it becomes available, um, I ain't tripping. 
you know, because I got a bunch of stuff that that I I can play right now. There's games that I can I can order right now that I'd still need to play that I haven't because all they're going to do is just sit in my backlog. <laughs> so you know it. I'm I'm in no if if they if they were to delay this if they were to delay this console officially delay this console to next year, I wouldn't trip in the least. I would have no problem with them just doing a solid delay of the PS5 launch. It, it I mean, they're looking at I'm sure they're looking at it in contrast with whatever Microsoft is doing. And the the weird thing is that since Microsoft and Sony get these are all AMD parts. So they're getting their they they're getting their parts from the same pool. So I don't you know I don't know why we're not talking about shortages on the Xbox side of the fence because they're they're pulling from the same same suppliers. There's only so many suppliers that can that can fill an order of millions of components for these boxes, right? It's not like you can go to a Radio Shack and put in a and put in an order for millions of components. It's not doesn't work that way. These guys are all fishing from the same pond, so you know, uh, I don't know why we're not we're not seeing anything about uh, Xbox uh, releasing in, in limited numbers uh, because I know for a fact that they're all getting their components from the same the same either group or number number of of component suppliers because. they're all AMD they all have the same they all have the same guts they all have the same components you know um, uh, Sony's is is, it does have like a proprietary has some proprietary stuff in it but the chipset the core stuff in it is all AMD Uh, so so I don't know but we'll see but again like I said it this thing can be pushed back to 2021 and I wouldn't be faced in the least because I got games to play now. Oh, my thing is I, I want it at launch. I just know no, you're, a, you're an early adopter, dude. That's what you do. So I'm, I'm for me personally, I'm not surprised that you want it like that, you know, and, and I would be like, and I suspected from you because that's what you, that's, that's who you, that's who you are, you know? Yeah, I was just kind of taking a look because I really want to see as far as how PS4 games play on PS5 and then the, if there's additional abilities to play at a higher fidelity, I want to have those higher <laughs> fidelity capabilities if need be. So, I mean, I don't know if I'd be willing to go in the trenches, you know, it's not going to be like PS3 launch where you're sitting there with all these fools like fighting and, you know, getting in line and all that stuff, especially with social distancing and everything. I ain't catching COVID for a PlayStation. I mean, I, I love it as much as the next guy, but no, I ain't catching COVID for, no, 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 no. for a PlayStation. I, if I, if I, like I say, you know, it's like if I can't get it and my pre-order can't be filled, I'll wait. Sorry, you know, I ain't tripping because I got <laughs> games to play now. <laughs> I will wait as well, Kev. It'll be you and me waiting for it. For sure. All right, good deal. Next story uh, is kind of covering kind of something that might help 
uh, fill the gap uh, when E3 comes around in June. Normal time for E3. There's, E3 has obviously been canceled, but uh, in uh, from June the 9th to the 14th, uh, the 2020 Steam Game Festival Summer Edition will offer free-to-play demos and spotlight a selection of new and upcoming games and will run from June 19th to 14th. Uh, Jeff Keeley announced this. On there, so they also teased the following: uh, much more news will be coming soon about his plans for the summer. It will be an entirely new way for us to gather and celebrate gaming in these uncertain times. On there, uh, basically, I know he's working on maybe getting other manufacturers or other um, companies besides Valve involved with this, possibly. And if it happens to be on the uh, you know console side of the fence. I think that would be a, a great way to kind of experience E3 or, you know, s- something similar to E3 is something where I'm playing demos from home versus me watching, you know, uh, press junkets and so on and so forth and stuff from the floor and whatnot. So that way I get to play the games as they uh, are done on the floor. You know, I think I have no clue why they haven't done that before where they've released demos from the show floor, you know, uh, just on the store, just on a limited basis. So, so I'll be keeping an eye on that. I still have some time off. I usually take a couple of days off around E3 time. Usually I take the whole week so I could just, you know, get some break from work and whatnot, but uh, I'll, I'll still be enjoying this. We'll see what happens. I know IGN is supposed to have some sort of digital conference. I know kind of funny is working on some stuff as well on that so any of you guys excited to see what jeff keely might uh, unveil mr dorito pope himself <laughs> not at all <laughs> sorry yeah i mean you know it's i'm you know i i have a gaming pc i'll probably put another pc together in the future um but you know it, it would only be to be to be to play you know those third-party those third-party games that, and I'm only going to be using a controller anyway, so I'm treating it like another console. So, you know, the the PC only games or the Steam only games really just don't appeal to me all that much. The very few have really spoken to me in any type of way. Most of the games that I play on PC uh, were available on console. You know, typically Xbox 360 and PS3, because that's what most of my Steam library consists of, the, of those third-party era games. So, you know, the exclusive stuff, you know, the, those those uh, indie titles that are PC only, they I usually don't have much interest in those, so I'm I'm not really expecting anything to change. Gotcha. I was more thinking because uh, you know most of the games that are going to be unveiled, which we haven't even seen, you know, and they might not be just exclusive mouse and keyboard PC only games, but games that might interest you that are normally played with a controller per se. So on that, so we'll have to see though once this whole thing is rolled out and see if there's any sort of interviews and or other press coverage along with obviously the games being available for uh, download and play demos if need be so all right next thing on the docket uh 
Xbox has announced that they will be releasing a Cyberpunk 2077 theme Xbox One X on there. So if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, it comes with an exclusively branded Cyberpunk 2077 controller and console mm-hmm. on there. So it looks pretty cool on there. I don't know if it would entice anyone out there to get another Xbox One X or another Xbox in their life, but... Uh, the stylings on the controller look pretty nice, and there's even some um, embedded light on the console itself on there. So if you're a big cyberpunk fan, it might be something you might want to save your nickels and pennies for, possibly, and or stimuli checks that might be <laughs> dropping in, into your direct deposit, because don't you want to stimulate the economy by buying a cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> Xbox One X console? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might buy the controller, but other than that, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't need another Xbox One X if I'm able to maybe, God forbid, trade my system in and swap it with little to no cost. Maybe that'd be something to look forward to. But uh, what do you guys think? Just the woohoo and ha-has? I mean, woo-hoo's if it was a... Xbox Series X, maybe you would think more about it. I know some people online were saying like they wish this was an actual Series X branded uh, console versus uh, Xbox One X. So, I could. I mean, well, we don't even have a price point of the Series X, so no, I know. It's like we don't have a price point on anything next gen. Yeah, one thing I'll give it up to Xbox, it seems like they have a wider release sometimes on these limited edition consoles. I know in the past, you know, I think both me and Kev would have probably bought the uh, Monster Hunter um, PS4 Pro if we were able to get our stinking hands on it. But it was Mm -hmm. released uh, exclusively through GameStop for some reason. And of course, GameStop, you know, you know, they GameStopified it. Yeah, of course. That's what they do. (laughs) So. Yeah, it, I mean it, it looks it looks it, it looks good. Uh, they do Xbox when they when they put their put their minds to these uh, limited run consoles. They generally come out looking pretty interesting, and this one is no different. I, I find it I find it funny though that uh, some of the folks that were crapping on two tone controllers before now love two tone controllers now. Now that the cyberpunk. The side, the cyberpunk uh, 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 Xbox was released. It's like, oh, why did why they why did Sony do this? Oh, it's horrible. It doesn't matter what can, what colors you put in. It, it's gonna look like crap. Oh, and this comes out. Oh, I love the two tone on the on the controllers. One is like, wait, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta love the Chrome side. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it, you know, it is what it is. You know, it, it. I'd be interested to know what, what, what the cost of this is. But from what the gameplay that I've seen of Cyberpunk 2077, I'm gonna be. I'm probably gonna. I'm. I'm probably gonna say right now is gonna be considered blasphemous by many. Uh, it doesn't look all that great to me. It. It wow. just doesn't. If I if I got this, it would definitely be on a PC, um, because from what I, the 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 or or an or an or quote unquote wait till the next gen version comes out, because from what I've seen from the gameplay, the graphics from the from the introduction to what the actual gameplay graphics are, 
I'm not in, in enthused. Really, really not. So, you know, this would probably be a game that I would play on PC anyway. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, the console looks good. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I really, I was really turned off by the fact that it was first person. Um, but I don't know. Like, I really don't know what's go, what's gonna, what's gonna happen. I probably will, will end up picking it up at some point. Um, but I was uh, I was upset it's not third person either too. Yeah, uh, so was I. I mean, I was that like... really you know because um, when I because the way it was initially it's the way it was initially pitched before you know we had the uh, before uh, um, uh, 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 Keanu came out on stage and before all that the the initial pitches seemed to suggest a third person perspective because they were always showing all oh look how these augments are changed the look of your character and so I'm, so I'm like okay cool why you can't see that stuff when you're in first person i mean it, it, i mean yeah it's going to affect your feature your abilities and the features and the things you can do but why are you spending so much time showing me how this affects the look of my dude when i, I ain't gonna be able to see it <laughs> Yeah, I don't. You know, but I'm like with it. you. I would, I would have rather had this been a third person, a third but, person. But, but, but let's, let's, you know, let's just look at the magic word, immersion. That's what it's about. So, okay, you know, and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I tell you, I have been immersed in Horizon Zero Dawn, and I can't. It's been a long time since I've been that immersed in the game. And that's straight up third person all day, every day. So first or third, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter to me. Um, but I prefer third person over first. Because whenever, whenever, whenever I'm in a first person, I keep thinking, you know, Call of Duty. And I'm, I'm just not a first person, first person dude. Never have been. <laughs> so so I don't know. Maybe like Destiny, maybe something will transcend with Cyberpunk. But uh, you're not a big Witcher fan, though, right? I didn't like Witcher because of the combat. It wasn't because of anything else. The, this the combat was trash. I, I yeah, it it was just light, 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 heavy, light, light, heavy, light, light, heavy, light, light, heavy. I know. <laughs> Kevin over here just mm, okay, Kev. But the game was good. The, the, I mean, the, the 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 story parts of it were excellent. Um, the the pre- its presentation was very good. Um, but I just could not. That combat was just not hitting it for me. But again, I'm a beat 'em up snob. So even though combat is not supposed to be this game's what what brings you to the table for The Witcher. Is not as combat. I understand that it never was supposed to be. I get that, but because it's being presented in, uh, in third person and it's melee based combat, I have to judge it by by that core principle of how you deal with problems. You deal with problems with your sword and slicing folks up, <laughs> you know. And I just could not get into it. 
Yeah, my thing with cyberpunk right now is I'm a, you know, my questions before had to do with the fact that, you know, being launched so close to the next gen consoles, whether I'd have to double dip or buy it twice. And I know they've already kind of stated uh, that they're going to be, at least on the Xbox One side of the fence, uh, be able to be able to play the same game uh, without having to purchase anything in addition on the new console. So I'm assuming that's the way it's going to work on the PlayStation side as well. But we don't have a firm announcement of that yet. But uh, because of that fact, it might be something where I'll take a look at it uh, when it launches in September on there as a possible purchase. Plus, there's a pre-order steelbook at Best Buy. So, you know, it's just not a point of... uh, if it's just the point of when I break down to pre-order the damn thing. So can I can I just say something real quick about that that whole well do I have to buy it a second time thing? Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm buying I'm buying a if I'm buying an Xbox Series X, so we'll just use that since we're talking about Cyberpunk. And I want to play Cyberpunk on my new console. And let's say that they had not announced that there's going to be any of this. Why, why I'll just, I'll just wait till the, till the, the series X version of the game gets announced. No one's making you buy two copies. You just wait until the version that you want is announced. I, 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 I don't understand that. Well, they're going to make me buy. No, they're not making you buy anything. It's 2020. You do some research. Hey, is this going to take advantage of the hardware that I've got? It's, Checkbox, yes. Okay, I'm going to buy that version. Checkbox, no. Okay, I'm going to hold off and wait. You know, I, 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 when I, when people talk about, well, I need to wait. Are they, they're going to make me buy two versions? They're not. No, you're not. They're not making you buy two versions. You wait until the version you want gets announced, and then you make that purchase. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't know. I just that when 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 folks were were talking about that, it just seems so weird to me that that people we, we live in an age where information is literally as close as your phone, and you know, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm the most tech savvy guy in the world because I'm not, but it's like if I if I'm if I'm waiting for Siri, if I'm if I can't wait to get my hands on a Series X and a game is is that that's going to be dropping is going to be re- releasing real close to when the series x is going to come out and it's like man i want to get i want to play cyberpunk but you know i don't want to have to buy it twice you're not going to have to buy it twice yeah you can only buy it once by waiting until the uh, uh the the version that you want comes out whether there is smart you know this whole smart release thing at play or not People are people are just like you know. Oh, I can't. I, I, I'm I'm helpless in this in this consumer purchase that I'm about to make. No, you're not. I don't no, know. I that think, that just that blows me away when people say stuff like that. I don't know. For for me, my thing is I was not going to buy a current gen console version if there was going to eventually be a next gen console version for you know sixty bucks. You know, as far as uh, version, I rather just. Buy it once, then buy it twice. So that's my. You don't have to. You just buy it. You buy the once when when that version gets announced. You say, and then they say, "Hey, Cyberpunk for the Xbox Series X is releasing this on this date." All right, cool. Now let's say you buy the Series X, and 
when you get to the shelves, all the boxes said Cyberpunk for Xbox One. Yeah. Ah, well, you know what? I I, I want to play it, but I'm gonna hold off until it, the Series X version gets announced or the or the patch gets announced. That's that's that's, that's all you do. Yeah, that's that's all. <laughs> no one is no one is making these people buy the same game twice. That that that's what I'm saying. And it doesn't matter if it's PS4 to PS5, Xbox One to Series X. Nobody is making you buy two versions of the same game. You just wait until the version you want gets announced, and it that, that's that's what you do. <laughs> so. So I, I don't know uh, that 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 when when it, the thing that 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 bothers me is when when people, I mean, and, and believe me, there's plenty of stuff in life to get to 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 feel to get that that helpless feeling about. But when we're talking about con- base, you know, consumer purchases on non-essential items like this. And people just have, have this, oh, I'm throwing up my hands because I have to I, I wanna have to buy this game twice. No, you're not. <laughs> you just wait till the version you want gets announced. <laughs> I don't know, that that just that just trips me out. For sure. All right, and then last bit of news here. Uh kind of on a uh, sad note, they they end things on a sad note, but uh Final Fantasy XIV, uh, basically last week, uh, quite a few dozens of Final Fantasy XIV players, they gathered on April 11th uh, to march to the Guardian Tree. It was a procession in memorial for a fellow player who had recently died following a battle with COVID-19. And so members of their free company and other players gathered to honor them in the game itself on there. So, so they wound up um, doing a march to kind of celebrate the uh, players uh, passing, not celebrate, but to mourn on there and apologize on there. So, but uh, it was kind of heartwarming to see people come out and seeing how the real world kind of affected uh, their free company and within their group in Final Fantasy 14. So, I mean, as we kind of deal with things on the fly with this thing you know especially with not having gatherings like funerals and so on and so forth i think it was a great thing that they got together and did what they want needed to do to kind of celebrate the life of this player if need be so mm-hmm. yeah i think it was great that they were able to come together and do that it yeah. shows that not, not all you know gaming communities are toxic you know <laughs> for sure on there so but uh you know kudos to them kudos to that player as well uh, i'll be playing final fantasy 14 at some point now did you play it within the last week uh Des? no i did not gotcha i better get on the horn get on the ball so but uh, that's news for this week for Ooh. this episode all right all right well thank you for bringing that the the gaming news to our listeners there joe so we've got a main event coming up, and I'm gonna I want to throw this to Des because this was kind of sort of his idea. <laughs> so uh, Des, I need you to set the table on this one for me, bruh. Okay. What are we talking about? So on this on this event main event, um, 
I, I was sitting, you know, at my, I was sitting in my, at my office, which is my front room on the couch working from home. And, uh, I was taking a break and I was looking at the Nintendo. I was looking at the Nintendo, um, the Nintendo, uh, YouTube releases. Yeah. Video. Yeah. I guess. Cause I, I watch a lot of, I, I, I watch a lot of, um, um, you know, trailers and stuff for Nintendo and they, and they pop that shit out all the time, like left and right. You're seeing another one and, and they really are doing a lot of stuff with, um, with various different, um, you know, uh, indie, indie publishers. And so the indie publishers are coming out with all different types of games. So I was looking at one and there was this one called later daters. And I was like, Okay, what's this? You know, because I know like dating sims are, are 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 rage right now. They're huge in Japan and various other countries. And so I'm just like, okay, what is this? And, it, and so I I click on the trailer. And it has this catchy little tune. And basically, what it is is it is a dating sim for sexagenarians. If I hope I said that right, Sex, a sexagenarian is someone who is. Who, who has been on this planet for 60 plus years. So this is a dating sim for elderly people who live in an elderly building or community. And so you're able to pick your character, you know, from an older woman, an older person, you know, older man, or another person who has, who, who is, uh, who is, uh, uh, gender fluid, I guess. So it's very all encompassing, you could be gay, you could be straight, you could be, you know, poly, you could be queer, you could be whatever you want, you know, and you meet all these different people and you basically just meet these people and you play as this widow who's coming out and doing all their, you know, stuff. Well, you can do whatever you want. You can, you can be a widow. You'd have to be a widow. You can, you know, and then you go and you meet all these people and you, you, you decide who you want to date, you know, and there's like tons of stuff out there. There's, you know, there's uh, what uh, Dream Daddy. There's one what a pigeon dating simulator. So, so the question that I wanted to bring up is, is what do we all think about dating simulators? You know, um, and like, I, 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 so I bought the game. I bought it. It was like it was like seven bucks. It was on sale. I bought it. And I played through the first chapter, and like <laughs> the the music is all like. Do, 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 and it's very like catchy and it's all cell shaded. It's it's like a novel. It's like a text novel. And so I don't know. It's just this weird I, I don't know. It, it, I, I found myself so I'm laying in bed playing this and this and the, and I played a woman, you know, just to see what that would be like. And and she was a lesbian, she had a cat, and and there's her next door neighbor is some woman who might or might not be on the run from the mob i have no idea then there's there's an aging rock star that's that's in there as well just a lot of shit going on in this in this one in this one uh in this one show and i'm just like okay you know i don't know it was just really kind of weird and you meet and you meet this guy that has like alzheimer's and 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 and, and the place you're staying on is like the ye old O L D E because it's like something that's an acronym for like on site living assisted something or another. So you're like, okay. And then there's other place which is like a sister a sister place called Hades, like something 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 assisted living or something. I don't know. So like the puns are apparent and then 
the cat runs away and forces you to meet people within the community and just it's just ridiculous. I don't know. Like, I think it's great. Although I don't think, you know, I don't think Nana is playing your switch, you know, <laughs> but I don't know. Like if, if folks want to experience different things, you know, in this lifetime. And I just never thought that I would be, would be being a, like, I, I never thought that that would be something that I could, that I could actually experience, you know, a dating sim. Or, you know, the elderly people, you know, and then you're worried. And like the character that I was playing was worried because she has vertigo and she falls a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just a really weird. It was just a really weird thing. But with the music was just that was the thing that got me was the, was the music. So anyway, that was just to set it up. And and I, I so when I so when I saw you know, the, the, the movie, or sorry, when I saw the thing, I was just like, you know, what's going on with this, you know? And then I, and then I immediately texted the, um, I immediately texted it to, to Joe and, and Kev, and I was like, we gotta talk about this on the show. <laughs> and Joe's all like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's too close to home, and Kev's all, hell no. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read uh, Kevin's text to to the folks because I thought it was just super hilarious and it made so much sense. He said, "Ain't nobody trying to see how Big Mama got her groove back in assisted living." I mean, <laughs> I mean, in a reverse sort of way, that could honestly be you know a title you know of this thing: how Big Mama got her groove back in assisted living. I don't know. Make an acronym of that. So anyway, I'm going to turn it over to my to my you know my my co-host and say, what are your thoughts on this game and 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 the whole genre of dating sims? Uh, I'll throw it off to you guys because I, I I mean I I played it I played it I was like okay I see what they're trying to do but I was okay with it I I don't yeah I don't need to see it so I was like okay so so yeah uh, what do you guys think of that? Oh, I'm gonna need a moment. Okay, well. <laughs> As far as dating sims, I don't mind. I haven't really played one. I've played some graphic novels before, but nothing to where it's strictly about dating and wooing uh, someone on there. I know in Fantasy Star 3 on the Genesis, you're able to pick who you want to, you know, basically marry, and and then that game will go in that direction. And there's other games, obviously, like uh, Persona and Sakura Wars series that offer dating elements in the mix with other gameplay components you know on it but uh, i've never sat down to play an actual just true blue straight up dating simulator on that but you know i'm not um against trying new things you know just like the people in the game (laughs) so (laughs) if need be so i mean uh there i was doing some research prior to getting the show together and uh you know, just like, you know, there's Dream Daddy, you know, you could woo gay men. Um, there's uh, obviously uh, a girlfriend simulator on the DS that was released in the past that one guy eventually married his waifu on the game. He actually had a ceremony in Guam and got officially married to his digital girl- girlfriend. <laughs> so, and plus, we talked about the uh, Colonel Sanders dating sim, too, that's free on Steam on there. That's uh, quite ridiculous but might be fun to play but <laughs> we'll have to see but 
uh i am not against it um just like des you know if you're curious about something i don't mind checking something out uh you think it's worthy of a purchase des okay des might have stepped no i'm here i'm here just give me a moment i was thinking about it uh i think you should at least try you know it's not I mean, this experience, it was like $7. Just have a little fun with it. You know? yeah. Now, I want to hear what Kev has to say. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to sound like a real hypocrite right now. Um, I have played uh, Persona, Persona 5, Persona 4, and Persona 5. And relationships were, they were a part of it, but you didn't have to do it. You know, if you didn't want a relationship with anybody in the game, uh, you didn't have you didn't have to go. You didn't have to do it. Uh, Persona Five kind of, in some ways, they kind of sort of made you do it in a certain in 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 certain aspects. There's a part towards the end of the game where all of the people that you would have uh, uh, had a, had a um, a relationship with. Kind of, all kind of meet up with this for you know minor spoilers for you, the main character's birthday, and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a uh, um, a relationship point check before you get to the end game, where like if you were if you were like a two timer, you know that's when that would have been exposed. If you were uh, if you had more points toward one toward one of the people in the game, then that's then you you would have seen that. And it was kind of like a, a, a part where you could make that quote unquote that final decision. And because per, you know per, Persona Four, I think did it a little bit better than Persona Five because you know it's like eh, you know okay, okay whatever. But it, it, it's a neat part of the whole Persona experience. All right. Then there's Catherine, which. Uh, I I was head over heels uh, with uh, digging Catherine, and I'm not a puzzle I'm not a puzzle game dude like at all. And towards the end of the game, I was just like straight up looking up the solutions on YouTube because again, puzzles ain't my jam in a video game. Uh, but the whole story is you're dealing with it. You know, it deals with it. It's really the first adult themed game in my in my opinion that i'd ever played when i say adult themed i mean it's dealing with something that real life adult issues you got a dude who's got whose girlfriend is basically throwing an ultimatum at him she wants to get married she wants to start a family they've been dating x amount of years and he's he's nervous about it and you know in typical game you know gaming style there's like this there's like this whole Kind of like this supernatural aspect to it where people are dying in real life who are dealing with you know fidelity issues and it, it was Catherine is brilliant if you if you if you haven't played it or if you're curious about uh, uh about the game i i couldn't recommend Catherine a, a, a any further it's a great story and now that they have uh, uh with that Catherine new body or rebody or something something addition where they added another uh romanceable character 
um, I would highly suggest checking out Catherine. It's a great, it's a great game, it, particularly if you like puzzles. But even if you don't, the story is worth is worth the cost of admission, and I think it the, the price is pretty cheap right now. All that said, I think dating sims are weird. I mean, it, 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 they they just they just are. You know, uh, when when that is like the core. That's the thing that you're doing, you know. It, it, it's uh, I I I can't I can't get into it. It it it, it I don't know. And and, and you know this with the the, the with the old folks. Uh, I've got I've got a senior. My my mom uh, is a senior citizen. I ain't no. I ain't trying to see any of that. You know, thank goodness she's like I'm done with. You know, she married my she she was married to my dad. She said I'm I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. So uh, you know, I I get it. it it's it's just that is just, it, the, the the genre of of when you're day of playing a game and that's all you do is you're going from screen to screen reading text and trying to decide, you know what what choice to make so I can romance this, this other person who doesn't exist because I'm, my avatar doesn't exist. And, you know, the whole, the whole thing in, in general with this, some dude who marries his digital waifu, that's just freaking <laughs> weird to me, bro. I, I'm sorry. I, I, it does not compute, does not compute. Now, granted, I, I granted some people say, well, you play, you play Catherine, you play Persona. It's like, yeah, I, I did. And I thoroughly enjoyed those games, but you did more than just, you know, romance, re go from one screen of text to another screen of text with one, with one digital image after another digital image, you know, reading about trying or trying to figure out how I'm going to get into this, this character's pants, you know, uh, I know Mass Effect, the romance was a big part of that. And I, I, I gotta be honest, I think some people take the romance in Mass Effect a little bit. It sounds a little bit weird when you hear to them, <laughs> man, you know, because, you know, Cassandra's booty was was talking to me. It's like, bro, this person doesn't exist. You know, she ain't real. <laughs> Or whatever the whatever them them people's names are, you know, in the Mass Effect series, that when you hear them talk about it, it, gets a little weird. Um, you know, I just to me, it's like, uh, yeah, y'all can miss me with with the with the whole dating sim, you know, and this it, it and some of I mean, I'm just like, how do you how do you go from how do you go from because I remember this this whole thing with the the DS. I mean, there were like these cafes that sprouted up that were geared. You you would literally bring your DS, and they'd have a thing where you'd sit down and you'd order food for the the, the your 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 digital girlfriend foo or waifu or husbando or whatever whatever the hell was going on. And it and it's I'm sorry that shit just weird to me. I, I don't, I, I just, I don't get it. You know, you know, beard baby daddy, you know, how mama got, how big mama gets her groove bag. I, 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 I can't, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. But it's, it, it, 
I mean, but people like it. It's just another genre, and I think you know, hey, if you're gonna get out there and you're gonna do that, more power to you. It's just, I mean, I got no problem with it existing. I got no problem with people playing it. It just to me is just weird as hell. It, it just is. It's just yeah. weird. You know, it, it, it's like, I you know, I don't know. It, it's it's, you know, I, I I you know, I played I played, and I, I you know. Full disclosure, I play Senra Kagura versus uh, up to a point because that game got too weird for me, uh, which is a beat em up. If you know, you know, Google Senra Kagura, that's all I'll say. And it, it just, it just, it just got too weird, but it's a great beat em up. You know, as a, as a game, it was really good. As a Muso, as a Muso style game, it was very good. And I enjoyed the heck out of it until it got to a certain point where it got too weird from just in the basic play. And I didn't do the dress up. I didn't do all that other. I didn't other do all that other weird shit. I just played the core game. But then the core game started getting weird. So I said, well, I got I can't I can't rock with this no more. But. So, you know, I granted I have played games that people that people would look at me as like what the hell what 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 the hell are you doing, you know, games like God Hand had weird shit in it, <laughs> yep. you know, games like uh, um, uh, what was that what was a uh, uh, Samurai Cowgirls uh, what was what was that what was that one game, um, uh, Joe I know, I know you probably know what? it. What samurai? What uh, western? Yeah, no, no, it's uh. uh <sighs> Are you talking about, about Oni Oni Chambara? Oni Chambara, yeah, Oni Chambara. Where's Joe would know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Oni, I played I played uh, hey, hey. Oni Chambara, and I think there's supposed to be a new one coming out. Yeah, there's a new one that was uh coming out in um, Japan on there in the yeah. English, so you could easily import it. So just in case it doesn't get released. Yeah, you know, and that's technically not a dating sim, but it, you know, it's weird. You know, it's, it's another one of those, those weird games. You know, so granted, you know, well, you like Oni Chambara. What's wrong with what's wrong with dating sim? It's like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. If someone if someone saw Oni Chambara running, they'd probably be like, dude, what the hell are you playing? I get it. You know, I understand. You know, I you know, I ain't judging. I'm just saying that straight up dating sim games for me are just freaking weird i i I, I are are you one not to read harlequin romance (laughs) novels or anything but someone that might be interested in the fictional genre of romance (laughs) if need be might get a kick out of something like this that's a good way to put it joe yeah you know this this could this genre could be the harlequin (laughs) romance of video games (laughs) you know i mean it really is it really is a romantic choose your own adventure when you think about it yeah, when you think about but it, it, is it written in that style? Is yes. it written in 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 a Harlequin romance style? Yeah, kind of. Well, it's not definitely not as cheesy. I've never read one, so yeah, I don't. I don't neither I don't have know. I, but but it doesn't seem very cheesy. It's just I don't know. It's just it, it's I, I it's just the the game that I play. I don't know if I'm gonna play more of it. I really just played it. I really just bought it because a I thought it would be interesting, and sure, you know, every now and then you gotta support an indie publisher and. I was like, whatever. Like, I really like. I I have the the, the ability to spend seven dollars on it and be okay. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. And then I was just playing through it, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. But I, I was like, you really have to have some very compelling storylines in order to to get me in there. But and it really wasn't. It was all very. I mean, 
some of it was kind of weird because they were dealing with death and this and stuff because you know, it's old it's older people so you know people are going to be dying and alzheimer's so so it, it, it definitely i mean there were some funny parts of it but for the most part it was really kind of it was really i think they were really trying to be very touching with it you know and and there's certain things that you can think about you know so mm. the, the so there's the certain like there's certain prompts you can and and how you respond to certain things can make either a person like you know more want to talk to you or less want to talk to you so you can play the character how you want and the particular character that i was playing i could either be a complete bitch to everybody or i could be super nice to everybody you know so and so i don't know it was just it was just very weird and i felt and i felt that everyone and i don't know if this was was a was a conscious thought by by the people who made it i see i assume that it was but like it seemed like whether you were a man or a woman, you were willing to get with anybody. Like that's the one thing that <laughs> kind of was like like that was the one thing I was. And I don't want to say if that's what I was taking from it, but it really felt felt like everyone was willing to go like either which way, you know. And maybe that's just the beginning because I haven't really played that far into it. But I was just like, okay, you know. But but I was like, whatever, you know. There are certain storylines that that seemed pretty interesting, but I mean overall. Hey, if if you want to spend your time, you know, doing a choose your own adventure dating sim, I you know that's sort of that's sort of reminiscent of a Harlequin romance. Be my guest. Um, I'm, I mean, there, there's a genre for everybody, I guess. So, so there is, you know, you know the way it, you know, there is this um, BBC comedy that came on, or uh, I don't know if it was BB. It was it was the comedy was out of the UK. Me and my mom used to watch it back in the day. It's called Waiting for God. Um, it is this. It was a comedy about these uh, old these senior Brits in an assisted living, and some of the craziness that that you know it was it was it was a comedy, and British comedy is kind of weird, yeah. you know in and of itself yeah you're right uh my mom my mom really really dug it uh i some of the shows were kind of funny but it, it was you know if if this game were trying to be something like that you know which i don't know if it is we're talking no. two different cultures you know no, uh, different type of comedy from two different countries two different cultures not, i get no, that this is not it's a comedy not, you know they're they're Okay. This, is, this is this is like these are this is a serious story that they're trying to tell here. So okay, so, okay, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, I uh. they, they, they are not yeah. taking this into a into a comedic into a comedic realm. Like there are funny things that 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 happens to these people, but mm-hmm. but it's much more. It seems to be much more dramatic uh, than, than 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 a comedy. So. Even a British comedy, because because no, no. Waiting for God was not always there was there was some stuff that happened in it that was kind of serious, but I guess without seeing the the show, yeah, or uh, playing this game, you know? you've been playing the game, you really can't uh, can't make a compare and contrast, but but yeah, yeah. But I want to, but I honestly, you know, we're gonna gonna wrap it up, but I wanted to throw. I wanted to throw this out to our listeners. Do, you, do any of you like dating sims, you know, and, and do any of you find them interesting, you know, because not just the American ones, there's a huge, huge market in Japan for dating sims. So, um, and do you, and there's like, I guess there's like a ton on the switch. So, uh, so if you guys out there or gals or whoever, you know, out there like that, you know, like it, please let, please let us know. What are some of your favorites or what are your thoughts about the, uh, about the um uh the genre in and itself you know and 
you know, keep on listening because we're going to go into our contacts here pretty soon. Yes, yes. Please tell us if you're a weirdo. Um, Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. I'm kidding. I'm, I kid. I kid. <laughs> kind of. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> con- contact. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's where you're going to want to send your feedback to anything you've heard us say. Or if you want to get your opinions about our favorite our favorite hobby, which is gaming out to those uh, to, to the rest of the folks that listen to us, if you'd like to be a part of our show, you can send that request to gamingvessels at gmail.com. And then you can join us for the uh, and be a part of it. And we'll interview you and get you let you get your comments and opinions of the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners and you get to be a part of our zany little show so we uh you're going to want to send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com uh social media i can be found at shonuff 71 on twitter that's s-h-o-n-u-f-f the number 71 uh, I am on PlayStation Network at Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. I am on uh, Xbox Live at Shonuff071, and I'm on Steam at Shonuff71. Again, same spelling for all of those, and you know, note the numbers. Uh, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at? Yeah, people can find me on uh, on uh, PSN at at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. Uh, uh, please always send a little message if you want to friend us uh, to say where you heard us from, mention the gaming vessels or something, because, you know, there's a whole bunch of, you know, bots out there, so please do that. You can also reach me on Twitter, uh, Twitter at uh, the Nemo 6 N-E-M-O, uh, sorry, T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-E-X. Joe, where can folks find you? Uh, my username on PSN, on Steam, and on Nintendo Network is going to be Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. On Xbox Live and on Ubisoft, uh, I am Kamunagara, same spelling, 6995. Uh, on Twitter, you can communicate with me at Joe Fungul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. All right, and our game nights are taking place on Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, typically taking place on PSN, uh, but we have all those platforms, so whatever game you want to play, whatever platform you want, uh, you're on, just, just hit us up at our social media points, any of the social media uh, spots that we've already mentioned, let us know where you'd like to, what, where, where you'd like to play, and I'm sure we can make that happen. Uh, currently, typical games that we're running on PSN are Division 2, Final Fantasy XIV, and Monster Hunter. Uh, the Xbox side of things, they have the Fantasy Star open. Uh, well, now the game is in open release. So we've got Fantasy Star 2 online uh, available. And um, yeah, just let us know what, what, we, what you what you want to play and where you want to play it. And we'll be more than happy to accommodate. So uh, we want to thank you for joining us for this. This was this was funny. I'm I, I, 
I I was just I was I you know when I said oh hell no I was just I was just uh, messing with you I mean I I I knew that this would be a a a good good conversation I I I thoroughly enjoyed it this 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 was good. yes yes because I don't know how many other you know uh, gaming podcasters are talking about this so uh, aside from doing reviews so yeah yeah we want to hear we want to hear your thoughts please let us know yeah let let us know folks let us know for real for real. Uh, all kid aside, and, you know, there's there's room for every kind of game, for every kind of gamer. So yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing some lighthearted shade. I I I don't really think that people that play though. these type of games are weirdo. It's funny though, kind yeah. of. But I I'm, I'm gonna give you some side eye for sure. But that's all. It, that, that's, <laughs> don't worry, Joe. Don't worry, Joe. He'll still be your friend. All right, I, I can play in peace then. Yeah. <laughs> So, folks, thank you for joining us for Season 6, Episode 13 for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. I am Kevin, a.k.a. Shonef71, letting you know that we'll be back next week. Peace!